Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In episode 50, Dr. Martin reflects on Happy Feast Day, St. Joseph. How strange it is that the scriptures should remain almost entirely silent on the subject of St. Joseph, whose feast we celebrate today. Surely someone so necessary and close to the mission of the Mother of God and to the child entrusted to his care ought to have whole chapters devoted to his life and to all those wonderful virtues exemplified by the heroic and selfless way in which he lived it. But no, there is scarcely a word spoken. In fact, so little is said either about him or by him that one might almost be forgiven for having forgotten him altogether, except for one or two details about Joseph having been married to Mary and then being appointed guardian of her child, who happens, of course, to be the redeemer of the universe. Apart from that, there is really nothing else to say. But then isn't that just about everything? I mean, here is someone to whom the restoration of a fallen world has just been announced, a world whose recreation depends not only upon Mary saying yes, but his own fiat as well. And to think that God himself has given him the job, mandated from all eternity to look after his son, who will be coming into a world determined on killing him, whom he, Joseph, is to protect. What an astonishingly important assignment for a simple carpenter man to carry out, a challenge no greater than which can be imagined. And so what else is there for the gospel writers to report? Don't the few lines written pretty much say it all? That when he learns that Mary is with child, he doesn't react with outraged pride, determined to have her punished for her sin. No, he shows great kindness by choosing to divorce her quietly. He knew the danger of her situation, the firestorm likely to be unleashed by the news. And so he resolves not to expose her to the reproaches of either the Mosaic law or the gossip of malicious neighbors. And when the angel tells him in a dream not to be afraid to take her into his home, he moves unhesitatingly to welcome her as his bride, becoming thereby a model of manly obedience to God. And finally, in recognition of his paternity, it is given to Joseph to name the child, which means God saves, thus ensuring his protection. He was, as St. John Henry Newman put it, in a meditation on the meaning of Joseph and his singular mission, he was the father of our Lord, because to him was entrusted, and by him were faithfully fulfilled the duties of a father, in protecting him, giving him a home, sustaining and rearing him, 
and providing him with a trade. Just think of it. The eternal word who cobbled an entire universe into being, humbly submitting to instruction in the art of carpentry from a man. And what an amazing man. This same man, Joseph, when he is taken from their midst, from the arms of Jesus and Mary, before the evil one can mobilize his legions, a certain great mercy is extended uh, to him by taking him first. Someone who could not then have protected the child, condemned to carry a cross to a place where, had Joseph been alive, he'd have surely tried to prevent it. So let us always go to Joseph for those same reasons his little son Jesus Turn to him, and turning now to our common Father in heaven, let us ask him to give us the grace to imitate a servant of such unsurpassed humility, gentleness, and strength, so that by his example of virtue we may put the power of evil utterly to flight. Thanks for listening. This is Regis Martin in search of the still point. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.